0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Good. What's good in the hood? And welcome back to another episode of the Good in the Hood podcast. This week, I'm joined by a super special guest, a Chicago MC, other one and only uh, Black Queen, uh, Freddie O. So, what's happening, Freddie? What's good, fam? What's up? Glad to meet you. First time meeting you, uh, pretty much formally. How you feeling? I'm feeling great,
1: good, I'm and
0: blessed good today. To <laughs> I've met you through your music, but uh, it's our first time interacting for us. so it's definitely dope to finally. Good to uh, talk to you and definitely on this platform, sharing my platform, I really appreciate it. Um, I wanna uh, pretty much get into like, um, your mindset as an artist, especially coming out of coronavirus and uh, the pandemic. You released two albums in 2020. Um,
1: Uh, Yeah, I did.
0: (laughs) I'm saying two black worldwide and uh, of course the first people album, which is phenomenal. Um, So I I wasn't working through that. And like, I think you spent most of 2020 also like, like, Pregnant with a second child, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you were juggling a lot in 2020. How, how was that for you? Uh
1: it was um it was definitely a test of faith. Um I used the pandemic to really touch on subjects that needed to be uh expressed about. Like one thing I can appreciate about coronavirus is that. It made people stop in their tracks and really uh, self-evaluate. And so I just took it upon myself to take advantage of the situation because all negative situations can be turned into something good. And I used that moment, um, even though it's still going on, I used the pandemic to capture a moment in time of life in quarantine, life with, um, adjusting and changes life and, um, the inequalities that's going on in the world amongst, Mm -hmm. you know, the virus, you know, the George Floyd situation. Um, I used, I used the tragedies and the uncomfortable feelings to, uh, just really like rediscover myself, and also pose the question to my communities and the people around me of, um, you know, how do we create a sustainable environment where we're not depending on so, so much of the outside world for our, like, resources? Because as you can see, um, a lot of people lost their jobs. It was just a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. So, You know, I just used it as an opportunity. Um, And I really appreciated being able to be stuck in house. I ain't going to lie. Like, you know, the world's just moving way too fast. And it was just time to really sit down and and think about stuff. And I would say maybe the pandemic was a little hard on me in regards to my pregnancy because it was certain things I wasn't able to do while I was pregnant where I'm like, dang, you know. But uh, I definitely... I think I did a good job at, at capturing the struggle as well as, um, you know, creating a roadmap of how to, like, uplift yourself out of it. So it was crazy, but it was um it definitely a memorable time. And, and with my pregnancy, I was so active, you know, so it actually ended up being good for me in the end when I did have my baby, how active I was. My labor wasn't as strenuous, you know. So. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And uh, like, how much of that, like, as a creative, as a, especially as an artist, as a poet, as a rapper, like, how much, how, how easy is it for to put that into your music, like, as going forward, or just like, as far as that inspires your creative uh, energy and all. Hmm.
1: Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's easy or hard. It's about, um, being vulnerable. And you know, sometimes being vulnerable is really hard. You have to be honest about um, where you are in your process. So you know, I was I was honest. Like one of my bars, I said, "What coronavirus?" And seeing somebody like me, my immune system kick ass like Bruce Lee, drinking ginger tonics. Like that was the that was the effort affirmation for me. Like, yeah, I have this fear of getting this pandemic. Well, let me um, write myself into my freedom. Like, no, like I got this. You know. Absolutely. So with the creative process, I mean, as long as I'm being vulnerable, it's it I'm able to transmute that energy into something that I could put in my rhymes. So
0: so what was the uh time frame uh you were writing and creating the first people? What time frame did that start in kind of? No,
1: it, it definitely. Creating the first people started with the last track, I believe. No, not the last track. The second to last track, "Hot Tamale." That's uh, on the project. It started with "Hot Tamale," and everybody's just going crazy about the uh, coronavirus. Because I was, I was pr- pretty much laughing at people's responses to. Um, well, I was laughing at people's like survival instincts because it was kind of like not logical. Like everybody was running out getting toilet paper and shit, yeah, yeah. And i was just like. Ooh, okay, clearly we need to like bring it back and figure out what it is that we need. Um, so, yeah, the, it's, it literally started in March when okay. the coronavirus like popped dope, off. And then it, it ended it all the way into the summer with me creating a bunch of visuals and bringing people together, doing live um you know, like live sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was just writing literally from March up until like the end of the summer. So it was just a moment, just a moment of time. So, you know, it's so, so you
0: call So you call all the beginning of the pandemic. You called the George Floyd, Brianna Taylor. You call all that in your writing all process. Of so all of you, 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 you had your ammunition ready, basically. So you, you just, you were fully oh, loaded. Yes. You were fully Definitely. loaded. <laughs> Yeah. Can you, the, the, you talk about the meaning behind the term the first people and that, what that represents and and the ideology behind it?
1: Um, so the first people started off as an idea that I wanted to uh use to create a collective, um, a collective of um like minds in regards to just building a team mm-hmm. uh for my artistry. It started off like that. Um and the concept behind the first people is we we really are um we really are the first ones um that came here. Like we really the ones, like we really are the blueprint, you know, to the entire in the entire team. The yeah,
0: year. like
1: literally period like we we the first people like melanated people we we the first people we the ones that really uh paved the way we the ones that really um created um what am i trying to say we're the ones that really created the the blueprint of just discovery just just period yeah. and, and just reminding yourself as an affirmation you know
0: yeah,
1: like sure. know who you are know where you come from and, uh,
0: and celebrate that a hundred percent. Absolutely. So, like, when, when you look at the state of um, America, especially as an artist, I want to hear your take on this. Uh, you look at the state of everything going on. Like when you look at, like, for instance, we just seen a movie just released as Chicago, which I'm sure, and you rushed to see it like I did. Judas and the uh, Black Messiah, and you see, like, back then of what the what the voice was, how um. How how can we get the people to realize that the voices of this generation won't the Fred Hamptons of this generation are the rappers like yourself and and people who, who want to affirm the people through creative voice through, through creative word again like it not always gonna be a person giving a speech anymore we we've elevated from speech now to going back to what our ancestors are doing with spiritual with the, I'm the spiritual uh, songs like you are you trying to make with the first people basically.
1: Mm. Um. And you know, honestly, I just, I just want people to, uh, I want people to get out of the mindset of struggle altogether. In mm-hmm. re- in that regards, um. In my, in my and I haven't seen I haven't seen the movie yet, but I already mm. I know what it's about. And absolutely. I'm pretty sure yeah. that it will trigger me because Oh absolutely will. Man, absolutely
0: will. It absolutely will, I'm it sure. I'm pretty sure it's, it's, a, it's a, gonna trigger it's a, me. Like I don't am
1: like, damn, they want yeah. us to pay for literally every streaming
0: service. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know,
1: I, gotta like, I gotta like delete one of my streaming services so I could get that one so you know I can saying? watch it and then delete it, you know.
0: You know like. <laughs> Use a bunch of different but, emails. I don't, I don't, I don't know how so. you already know
1: like you know what I'm saying? free trial over you know what I'm
0: saying?
1: <laughs> but um i want i i think it's i think the the i wrote a song on the first people called days of no struggle and i really meant it and it's the path of least resistance it's about the path of least resistance now you know it's the age of Aquarius. It's the age of what is it that you want to manifest in this world? You can have it. You can have it right now. What it, what it is? You you. It's a, it's a decision away. And Absolutely. as certain people in power lose their power, as you see, you know, a lot of things are being disrupted. A lot of people are becoming more aware of who they are. Um, I oh, think adapting. Yeah, I think adapting a days of no struggle mindset is is what's needed from our people and for the entire world.
0: Yeah, with uh, that, um, regardless of what race you are. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. Say what you was gonna say.
0: Um, with, with that with that mindset, how would it be difficult to balance that? And like I agree with that, but also fear the, mind, the 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 ability that people might forget the history type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like it. Like, you know, like, it, it, sometimes I do, I do hate, I, like I, I always say, I hate the slave movies. I hate when we put these things in movies. But at the same time, I look at our, gener- our next generation and, and they're going to read these books. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I can't, saying. You know I'm saying? Like, whenever I had kids, I can't imagine my kids sitting down reading a Shakur's Shakur's autobiography. But I can try to, I can try to tell them what, what that's about or try to give them an audible maybe. But uh, right. I, don't, I, I don't think I'm gonna read it, you know?
1: I get what you're saying. You know what? It's crazy that you uh, bring this up because I went to my child's school to pick him up because mm-hmm. he's in daycare. And mm-hmm. you know how they do, like, the Black History or just anything. If it's Valentine's Day, you're going to have a board with hearts on it. You know, if it's, yeah. if it's you know, um, just period. And, yeah. um, you know, it's Black History Month. And um, I saw on one of the boards, We Shall Overcome. And...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it. It's triggering. It's like we don't. Yeah. It's triggering. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's triggering.
1: Sure. And I think no, we don't want to forget what has happened to us. No, not at all. there's no way that we can. It's already in our all DNA. Right. We already got to constantly well, like upgrade our DNA. But we can't.
0: But we can't cry about it anymore. We gotta I'm with we gotta each generation, right. and, and
1: and and actually, if you if you need to cry, right. remember the path of least resistance. If you gotta cry, whatever you gotta do,
0: absolutely,
1: you need to fucking do it now. Excuse my language.
0: Absolutely, no, You need to it do out. it now it
1: because it's not the mindset of we shall overcome. It's not it's, that's not the mindset anymore. At least for me and mine. Uh, the mindset is i am walking in my power you know
0: Absolutely. and and, Absolutely.
1: and 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 it's history past that history so when people talk about you know this history yeah this was a very this is a very messed up time and our and it's still prevalent it still exists but we got history past that history that need to be told you know, and, and not mm. from a fear based way of thinking, but from a space of, you know, how do we utilize who we are, you know, what we have? Like, how do we utilize that to to become aware? You know, we need to be aware of ourselves. It's, it's that it's that time now. And in my opinion, it's everybody against racism now. You gotta be. It's everybody against uh, white supremacy.
0: Absolutely. It's
1: everybody against it all. Now
0: because that's the only yeah. way we're gonna get through is with love. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And we to so we've we, seen it
1: but it. I might be triggered. Oh, yeah.
0: because
1: like what me, happened
0: to Fred Hampton is just yeah, yeah. Like, me up. <laughs> if, if, if for me, it, it kind of did it kind of did a good job just showing like how just disgusting that killing was. Well, of course, it's a movie, so it's definitely a bunch of dramatization. Uh, but you know, it's as far as the movie goes. I get it. And I just love seeing it because I'm from Maywoods. I just love seeing Fred. Right. Harkin, oh, like,
1: gang. <laughs> you know what
0: I'm saying? So it's like, I, I love seeing him, but him bring the gangs together and stuff. It's, it's good. Yeah, to see
1: it's empowering. Because,
0: like, for me, for me, like, I would love to see, I know, I know, I spoke about her earlier, but Asada Shakur, I'd love to see a movie about her because when we grew up, like, we got told about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and a few, like, other people. Rose just heart. That was it. Just a few names, like it's just the same names thrown at us all over, like, over and over again. Oh, it's good to see the Fred Hampton's represented. Um, yeah, also. I ain't
1: gonna lie, cause he was a like, rebel, I mean. You know what I'm
0: saying, <laughs> saying like 21? 21! 21 21. 20, you know what I'm saying, like, it's crazy. And when I
1: think about that, it's like, wow, like 21 <laughs> years old, like you made that much of an impact. That's empowering. Yeah. And every black people need to know about Fred
0: Hampton. Absolutely, and like I, that's why that's why I always said, always make the statement that I look, I look at Tupac and and Biggie to a certain degree in the same light because they were a voice of a whole culture. Like yeah. it, it, what Tupac represents is to me, if in, in our generation the same light as Malcolm X in the past because he well, he spoke about keep your head up, everything he did, you know, outside of you know, the, the, the gang wars, he still yeah. He still was a revolutionary at heart and spoke it, and made that shit important. And what's mm-hmm. dope for me, like, as a hip hop fan, it's dope for me in this era, is to see what's happening as far as, there's a resurgence, not even a resurgence, it's a surgence of black women now becoming like the face of hip hop. And I kinda wanna get your take on it because it's dope to see. I remember being in high school, it was a good 10 year gap, which is Nicki Minaj, you know what I'm saying? Right now, now, here we are. It's, like, it's. I can't even count how many um, elite mainstream female MCs that are out here. Uh, how does it feel to, to, to see, to be a part of this, uh, to, to be in line with this uh, resurgence?
1: Um, it feels, it feels really great to me. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, that women are getting more respect in hip hop because I mean we've been doing it since the beginning as well. Like Absolutely. it's no. It's no secret like we've been had in, you in. know like we've been mm-hmm. had our feet planted in the ground on this on this and so I think um I think it's a, it's definitely empowering. I would I would like I would like to see more representation. Yeah. I like I just love I love Tierra Whack first off. I gotta say that. No to I love Tierra Whack.
0: No
1: I love the lyricism. I I love how mm. she's being represented. I I love Rico Nasty. Like mm. she going crazy, you know, like it's yeah. it, it's it's amazing. And I love Megan when she getting her on her lyrical vibe. I, I mm. mean I I love her regardless, but um. When she and her whole vibe of just lyricism, right. like, she just dropped a video on her birthday, like, going crazy. Like, you know I love to see it. It's, it's really empowering and great. And it makes me feel like, you know, I definitely, I have a I have an amazing audience. I have amazing fans. And I will, I can't wait to see um it become worldwide and to see just on a scope of things, like, who those people are in the world. It's such a huge right. world, you know? And then... You know, you attract like just a huge audience of people, you know, that come from different backgrounds, but y'all all all got one. So I just, I really, I love it. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I love it. You know, you got Cardi D, you got, even to be real, I wanna see more representation. I ain't gonna lie. I wanna see people like Tierra Watt get. Meg attention, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um we yeah. on our way, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, like 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 for me when it, when when Cardi B first started coming out, like I felt like that was the representation of, of women hip hop, but like like you said, like now we're seeing such a diverse group of women rappers now that there's a, there's a lane for the Cardi B, the Cardi B style, the Megan Stallion style. There's a mulatto. Yeah, it's a lane
1: have... for everybody's style.
0: Exactly. Then, then I see Rhapsody and Shay Noir and I uh, just yes. so many dope, dope, dope queens out here now. And I gotta shine light. I'm ready like... for
1: these women in Chicago to That's blow it. That's what I'm about up. to say. It That's ain't
0: what I'm about to say. Yeah, it's It just me.
1: I'm thirsty
0: for like, us because. I look, I look at you. I look at No Name. I look at Brittany Carter. I look at. Even Brittany Hott,
1: my
0: sis. like it's, it's so many dope dope, dope points. From Mother Nature, well. come on, yeah. like Man, there's so many, there's we like so crazy. There's so many. Mm-hmm. And like so, so what is, what would you like to see next in that space to make it more like you said, uh, more even as far as mainstream? How how can we make that happen where the mainstream isn't just the party records?
1: You know, I feel like, and this is just how I feel. I feel like there's a lot of people in Chicago that need to be famous already. Yeah. And I feel like, and I feel like I don't know if it's because of how Chicago is like structured mm-hmm. in a way where it make you feel like you gotta leave. But I do have a feeling that um I feel like a I feel like some women finna rise out of Chicago that's actually gonna change the face of hip hop.
0: You have think, like I think I like John, really, John Doe. I think John Doe is another example. Of someone who should just should have popped by now. It should have been, really, been. Really been. It really,
1: it really should have been. It really, it really should have been. So, it's not even like I'm looking at the artist. I'm not looking at us. Like, what's wrong with us? Right. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Like, right. something adding up here. And sometimes, sometimes it's the little pause before there's a huge breakthrough. And I feel like that's what's happening right now because I really feel like we are going to be put on the map. It's like a chain reaction. Like when Chance got on, it was a chain reaction. Like certain people, they instantly rose to the top, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's gonna be another chain reaction in Chicago really soon. And I think it's got to do with women because it's the women in chicago right now that i just really see really about to take over the the map <laughs>
0: yeah so
1: sure. i'm i'm definitely looking forward to that
0: <laughs> when you look at chicago do you see do you think there's a sound do you think chicago has a sound that it is known for at this moment um
1: I think Chicago has always had like an undertone of struggle in its music where it's real gutter. It's real, like, it's real street. It's real. Um, it's, it's just, it's just straight real with no, like no filter, you know, that's, that's our style, you know, it's not, it's not sugarcoated. It can go from hella street, but even in, in, and um, drill but even if it's not on that type of shit it it goes into like even even for the like super artist artsy artsy people it's still an undertone of struggle that you can even just feel in the voices um other people coming out of chicago like even when you say the word cottage grove which i've heard in, in a few songs yeah. like yeah. You, you could just you could just feel like damn you know like what a place to be from. What a place to come yeah. from. And, and it's such yeah. a vivid story that we all got to tell. So,
0: I mean, I, even, even on your own record with First People, you know what I'm saying, shorty finds from 63rd. Exactly. Like 63rd, 63rd is, a, is a number that just rings off now. You know I'm saying, and I'm like, I, y'all, y'all, y'all I like you all
1: you all i did not know lie. what I was doing when I did it. But after I did it, and especially after I shot the video, I realized, like, wow, well, I just captured a really classic like everybody knows 63rd street
0: yeah you
1: know yeah. like the dude that sell a donuts and shit like yeah. it is and then and for so many people it was and it still is uh, it, it it put a really big impact on so many that that resonate with the south side of chicago and i mm-hmm. honestly i think even that song shorty Finds fuck on 63rd like I think that's that's the sound, that's Chicago. That's that's literally yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the perfect same.
1: capture
0: yeah. Yeah. of
1: Chicago sound. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and like when I'm of course, you mentioned 63rd, of course, like the mind often goes also outside of your record, it goes to you know I'm saying, King, King Vaughn's record. And we look at the depiction of Chicago and the crime in Chicago, we look at the depiction on the global scale. What do you think one the most the biggest misconception is, and what do you think also the biggest issue is in um in our in the community?
1: Now and and it's interesting like when people talk about Chicago, um, that's not from Chicago. They talk to me, and it just they make it seem like soon as you walk outside, your ass gonna get popped. Right. Like the minute you walk out. <laughs> Like as soon as you walk out of your door, it's over. It, <laughs> like,
0: everything rock this, rock that. That's all they say.
1: They really make it seem like that. And I'm like, damn, well, I guess it's about the reality that you create for yourself. Cause I'm fine, you know, like I'm fine on, on 70, 70, 79th Street, you know. Like it get a little crazy around Essex, but okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm fine. <laughs> um that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Is like, oh, it's just too crime, like, stricken here. You know, it's it's really a lot of beauty in the hood that the news don't capture. That the news could never capture the beauty of Forty Seventh and King Drive. Like,
0: Man.
1: you can never capture that on on the news. So people have a crazy representation of like they not they don't got the heart to survive here. <laughs>
0: Basically. Um and, but and, and they don't want to shine light. They'll they, they do not want to shine light on the beauty of it. Like it's a right. church, I guess something like.
1: Right. But then when it comes to what we need to do, I think we need to show more love here. Yeah. We need to spread more love here. Yeah. We do.
0: Yeah, like you look at the, how the school system is pretty much on hold now because the CPS just won't get respected by the by the mayor. Like the teachers won't get respected and now the students can't. Learn basically.
1: I think it poses another question of how and it's sad, it's just a chain reaction of a lot of shit because you got mothers and fathers that need to go to work, you know, they not fully present with their child as much as they want to be. We we all I I the way I feel about the education system, I want to educate my children. You know, yeah. like I want to actually homeschool my children.
0: Let's do it.
1: I want to have it within my hands of like, you know what real education is. To me, see the the, the school system has always been fucked up in Chicago. Like this it's no doubt about it. I mean, it's been a lot of beauty that has come from it. I mean, we all are products of the fucking unless you went to private school or something, you know. No. Yeah. Um, but I really that's just, it just goes back into us having to take things more into our hands. I think these chaotic situations are happening so that we can learn how to be more sustainable as a people. I really feel like the energy of Babaluwai, um, the energy of Ogun, I really do have faith uh, in our ancestors and in our divine powers that we are able to overcome situations when we examine and look within ourselves. And, you know, if you look on the better side, it just gives us more opportunity to be more in control of our outcomes. I just, it it really, it really, this really, all of this tragedy really happened for a reason. And it is for people to wake up and to realize what is true education, you know?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like, I mean
1: that's we, that's
0: just how I feel about it. <laughs> when we, when we, th- we speak about kind of like with the ancestors, I also often think about spirituality, and I want to know, like, in, in your opinion, how important is it for especially Black people to be connected to their spiritual their spiritual being, their spirituality, and like, and one, what what advice would you give someone trying to find their steps in spirituality and find their their footing with spirituality? Um, I
1: would. I would I would tell people to first realize that you like you are literally the shrine You are the vessel in which your ancestors moved through, and you are all your movements, your thoughts are influenced by something. So most definitely learning um how to allow your temple to be used for good. Mm. You know, a lot of people think. Spirituality is just this super far out thing where, oh, I gotta figure out how to connect when you are the shrine, you know? Mm. And it starts with good character. My Baba will always be like, you know, everybody's like the moon, the stars and and all of this other stuff. But do you have good character?
0: Mm.
1: Are you really a good person?
0: Mm.
1: Do you have patience with yourself and other people? Do you have a good head on your shoulders? That's the beginning of spirituality for me. Right. Do you know who your people were—the people that came before you? Maybe you need to do research. Maybe you need to say, "Who, who is this?" You know. And Shelf and, and I will often say meditation is a beautiful way to start as well because you get to con- learn how to control your thoughts. You get to pay attention to the thoughts that are deep within your subconscious, the things that come up that you don't like you take them you throw them away energetically and then you just constantly work on um you just constantly work at that first you know and eventually i feel like everybody do need a spiritual guide a spiritual teacher somebody a mentor or somebody to like move through a walk through but those things only come when you take those beginning steps and it's nothing to light a white candle and write the names of the people that came before you on that candle you know, and let that candle burn for seven days. It's it's all about being intentional. We are spiritual beings having uh, a worldly earthly experience. So number one is good character. A lot of people don't want to hear that. They wanna hear all the, you know, all the shiny yeah. stuff that comes with yeah. the first is good character. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you, yeah. You can't you can't you can't you can't say you can't can't tell a bad person good. You can't you can't do that. You gotta be you got, you got. to come into a clean. Sure. No,
1: yeah, hundred percent. They would. Uh, my my people would explain it like wearing a white shirt. Yeah. Just imagine like how you act when you're wearing a white shirt.
0: Careful, <laughs> right? Super, super careful.
1: Exactly. Like one, no one thing. One <laughs> thing get on that shirt. The whole shirt considers are dirty. It's not the the one part of the shirt. That got you got you no, flaming, on, you no flaming, can't
0: eat no flaming hots. The don't whole thing, <laughs> you do. <laughs> don't, don't you dare. <laughs> so that's it.
1: I mean, you really got to walk around with, with a love for yourself that is unmatched, and your ancestors will come to you. You take time to sit down, relax, and just be. Your spirit guys will come to you and tell you what to do. They, they come to you every day, but you really need to be in a space where you're able to receive what they've been trying to show you in your every day, you know?
0: Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and you often bring up your spirituality in your music is why I asked you that question. So I definitely want to get a kind of inside look at who your influence were musically growing up and, and to this day.
1: Um Uh, yeah (laughs) um I kind of always had a feeling that I was supposed to do something with words and writing since like Mm -hmm. third grade writing stories all of those things was just really uh amazing to me but my people always made that door open and available like and I am talking about people that's live I'm talking about my ancestors like the door has always been open up go in here, like, see what's here, and I remember being in high school, walking past a door that was wide open, and they was in there writing, and something just told me, just walk in there, you know, and from that point on, and starting with poetry, um, that's when I knew for a fact, like, yeah, I really want to do this, I really like how it makes me feel, it makes me feel powerful, and I could get my feelings off, I could get my thoughts off. Uh, my first inspiration to music um all period is the music that was around me growing up like from my dad and my mom like i really enjoy oldies even now Mm, like i really enjoy um because the ancestors are literally in that music and that's why i use a lot of samples in my music because it draws your attention back to the source um and you know, everybody feels a certain way about sampling or whatever, but if you can't use what has been here before to create something new, then it's like, you know, yeah. what what are you doing? So it sampling is really like it's major for me and my music because it it really draws out the truth from within. Um, but my first musical influence, like music-wise, like a like as in an artist was common. <laughs> mm. I loved Common so much I loved yeah. how yeah. his music made me feel and it was a point in time where I was rapping about bullshit like I wasn't even rapping about nothing for real and um, something just kind of hit me like why don't you try to talk about what's going on with you for real like who are you really and from the moment of me doing that I just um, I just Became Freddie Also.
0: <laughs> yeah, pe- people people, people diss comment a lot nowadays. Kind of cool to diss comment because he kind of he kind of corny now. But like it was an era when like, I common was. It like, was an
1: era. Like was was you really like, can't common take common away. Was, yeah. You can't take away who comment was. Um, B
0: is my favorite album ever made.
1: Come on, come B is on with my it.
0: Favorite album ever.
1: You know, it's so many songs. That's like yeah, like yeah, the
0: people, just so man.
1: much like. Yeah, for sure.
0: I'm going for, sure. for sure. Um, but we, it was that, and then of course, Kanye West, absolutely. Of absolutely. course, Kanye West. Oh, Kanye, yeah,
1: oh, <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> for sure. Uh,
0: it, he's, still, definitely, he's still amazing to me, but he's definitely still amazing. He's, he's still a genius. He just, yeah, he, he got his, his chords cut a little bit. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you yeah. know. You know, um, but right. also, also, I want to know like outside of the amazing talents that in Chicago and in your circle, I'm kind of curious if you just listen, listen to music today outside of the oldies, like current music, what are you uh tuning into right now?
1: Uh, right now, <laughs> what am I listening to right now? I um, I've been listening to a lot, I listen to a lot of knowledge beats. I know yes. that sounds yeah. crazy,
0: and but I'm doing like, the same thing, I'm I
1: listen to day. a lot of knowledge um i also listen to um this r&b funk soul uh musician her name is Mm, live she's she's from texas but um she she is really 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 amazing um i really enjoy her music right now i'm listening to rico nasty a lot right now because i really like how badass she makes me feel and unapologetic. That's
0: real.
1: And then I just caught myself randomly listening to, um. I don't know why I started listening to this, this again, but Travis Scott's first album. Low key, it's a banger.
0: I guess that's, I that's, don't a, that's know a nice why throwback. I started
1: listening to that again.
0: That's, that's a nice throwback.
1: I know. Like, I think I'm in a space where I wanna rage a little bit. Like, I kinda wanna <laughs> just like, Rock out a little bit. I feel so you. I've been, I've been it's taking been, it
0: there. It's probably because you've been trapped in the house for the last year. Like it's, I guess I think everyone's starting to get a little Nancy now. Like, Guys, right, when summer coming? Like, when summer hits, I know. Like, am I gonna,
1: gonna be, able be outside this summer like, look up. <laughs>
0: like, if summer's open this year, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy in the city. Um, I know,
1: right?
0: And and recently, uh, just to kind of get closes out, kind of right here, um, I've been seeing you post about more more entrepreneurship um going on in your life to talk about that what businesses you have going on right now
1: oh yes so i did start an herbal business because outside of music my second love is herbal medicine Mm. um i always knew that i was supposed to be a healer for women and i use it through my rhymes but i just recently channeled that same energy through herbal herbal work and I do have a business called Soul Glow, soulglowwellness.com. You can get all your healing, all your spiritual um, gadgets from there. If you're ashy, come get some butters because we absolutely. got butters.
0: Yeah, and, and, absolutely, and of course, like, gotta talk about the raps. Um, you got, like I said, you dropped two last year. What you got coming up for twenty twenty one, or are you gonna wait to twenty twenty two? You gonna just what you got coming in rap wise?
1: Um. I got a major album in the works with my okay. DJ stepchild. Okay. A lot of people see us rocking out on stage. He's my main person when I perform. You, whenever you see me perform, and you see stepchild. But we're working on an album right now that's going to break the internet.
0: <laughs> it's gonna
1: break damn near. It's it, it's definitely gonna penetrate out of Chicago. It got to. I love it. So right now, all my energy is going inside of that. You know, when they see when you see J. Cole and he got a whole beard and he looking raggedy as hell. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's me right now on some album shit. All right. But I'm still beautiful. Like <laughs> talk about it.
0: Talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. Uh,
1: so that's what I'm working on. I don't know when it's gonna be released, but when it does get released, it will be um heavily calculated it'll be it'll be all the visuals all the content that that could possibly come with it and it'll be my first album where all the beats 100 percent, are original like every single production is from this one person so okay
0: okay i'm
1: excited about it it'll be my first me i've been dropping eps but this will be considered my first real album
0: so that's dope definitely looking forward to that and uh, you said that's produced all by stepchild
1: oh yes yeah, all stepchild it's just me and step that's dope. That's,
0: mm-hmm. dope that's dope man and uh, tell people where they can find you waking up uh, in tune to more dopeness from freddy also
1: yes you can find me everywhere at Freddie farted that's freddy with an i-e at the end people ask me what's we'll up with that name don't worry about it just follow me you know, Freddy farting.
0: I was gonna yeah. ask, I was like, yo, I, I think it'll get to there organically and you, you, you ask it yourself, that's perfect. I was gonna
1: ask. No, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll always be Freddy farting. I'm outrageous keep, like that. Keep it that, thorough, so.
0: keep it thorough.
1: Yeah, I'm outrageous like that. It'll always be um, something that'll be like, what? You know, for me, I'm an Aquarius, so, oh, you so know.
0: So, so, so <laughs> happy, happy, happy birthday, happy birthday then.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I'm not sure what it was, but I assume it's, it had to be recent. I'm saying because the query
1: January
0: 30th. <laughs> <your> I <shit. laughs> I <laughs> uh,
1: appreciate
0: you being on, Freddie. It's been a, a real pleasure having you. Dope conversation for sure. I appreciate it.
1: I had a great time talking to you.
0: Thank you very much. I uh, have a great rest of your day and uh, stay blessed. <laughs>